my god, we are back. It is a delicious 70 degrees outside. No, it's 79 oh, degrees we outside. We made it. We uh, made it. We didn't melt. I, I will tell you uh, I honest think I truth. I melted a little bit, actually. I, I think my we all melted a little bit. Slow. <laughs> I will tell you honest truth. I was sitting in the heat, and as I sat there, I was like, holy fuck, this is probably going to be how I die. Like, not today, <laughs> but like 20 to 30 years just, from now. Just on some day in the future, you're just like, you're going to be like, it's so hot. It's hotter than it's ever been. And then your body's just going to be like, nope. And this is a super nerdy reference, but in Star Wars, when they tried to go to hyperspace in the Millennial Falcon, and it was like, choo, 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 choo. that's going to be my, my life. Just, choo, 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 choo. and then I just shut down. That's well, it. <laughs> it, it came, it, it, it's funny because everybody's like, yay, the heat wave's over. And I'm like, you realize that this is, this is probably the coldest July. summer that we'll have on this planet for um, yeah. a long time, forever. Uh, shout out to the records being broken. Like and all speaking, time record highs. Speaking of Frown Town, I, I I think we're at a point where it's like every all the scientists keep telling us, so they're like, you have to stop doing this like right now. If you don't stop doing this in 30 years, like it's over. If you don't stop doing this in 20 years, it's over. If you, you listen, we've got 10 years to turn this around or it's over. And I don't think we're going to do it. So I'm just I gotta like. I got to be honest with you. No, we're not. Like it's. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Uh. Rinsing out my yogurt cups. Actually, that's a that's a myth. You don't have to do that. Uh, no, listen. Here's the thing. I'm gonna be a hundred percent. Because we need that water. We're gonna need that water later. I'm not gonna well, waste it on. Uh, I was gonna say recycling to an extent is a bit of a myth. Uh, because like here's the thing. Um, we're still kind of contributing to climate control because we still ship everything everywhere using fossil fuels. China won't take our trash anymore, and so they're just leaving it and in we're the still, ocean. But we still we still create. <laughs> But like, like we still create a legitimate like impact on the environment just by producing those things. So like the thing sure. that, that people miss is the scale at which like you buy a yogurt cup, but they get sold on a million scale across the nation. And then they yeah. also get shipped to other places around the world. The existence of Dannon itself is why we will never get out of it because even <laughs> if we all, no, even if we all stopped buying yogurt, Dannon yeah. would just continue to produce yogurt until they were stuffed to their gills. Right. And they would just stop and they would still be damaging the environment the entire time. And then we would have all this fucking yogurt that we have to get rid of that dad has produced <laughs> that we didn't buy. And now dad is belly up and they've like damaged the environment and left us with all this fucking yogurt. Yeah. It's like, we can't get out of this. It is a, we're going to die. And it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not good. We, we, it is, it is so, unbe- we are so unbelievably fucked and people don't realize it. Like it's, it's, it's not even like, you know, they say like it's supposed to be like the frog in the water that's slowly starting to boil. Yeah. No, we are 100% fast. in boiling water and people are like, no, this is good. I like it hot, baby. No, you don't. You don't want this. It's not a sauna. People are walking around like it's a hot tub and it's like, bitch, we are, do- we are being cooked alive. We are going to be soup in less than 10 minutes. And they're just like, well, I just, it loosens up my joints. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about this. Um, this been, is Frown Town. This is Frown Town. Uh, that's I'm, Jay Jones. Jay, I'm convinced we're going to die, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I am V Chatty, as in V, 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 convinced we're going to burn up. Very, 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 very convinced. It's very, fine, very, very convinced. but it's like, I'm fine with it because I know that, like, I've got some skills and shit and. I'm not. I am not fine with. Like, here's the thing. Okay, I'm not I'm fine not with okay. it, but I'm doing my best to. Um... A true, true story. I am not okay with uh, dying ironically. This, this shit is like. This is like being in. I don't know if you've ever done ironically. this. Ironically, why would it be I, ironic to die of because the we heat? fucking knew it was coming. That's oh, why it's yeah. ironic. It's like, hey, we could have done so much to stop this. Over, like, there's so many warnings. You know, it's just like the thing that happened in Florida, where like you find out like. T- what three years ago they were like hey guys this is a real problem they're like what we don't want to pay for it and then boom now they're like there's so many dead people such that's, a tragedy that's most and things it is Florida. a tragedy i need to i need <laughs> they're to say like, this it, hey if we if we keep building uh cities on top of the everglades are we're, we're gonna kill our natural aquifer well, no, they, and they we're gonna run out of water and then they, they ran out of water 100 
Like in 2018, someone 100% and, and like made a report that was disturbing. Like when you see oh, that yeah. report and what they said, you're like, holy crap. If, if I were in this building, I would want to leave. And the thing that's wild to me is that essentially what happened is that people were like, at first it was $9 million as an assessment. They're like, that's too much. And as a person lives in a, in a, a HOA controlled condo, I know that feeling of like, that's too much. But then yeah. it was 15 million. And they're like, well, that's definitely too much. What, what it was 9 million before. And it was all that stupid ineptitude. And what I'm saying is that that is happening around us right now in the world. People are like, what? What do you mean? I can't have a steak. I can't have a burger. I, I, I. And it's that bullshit when it's like, yeah. when we're literally like, this is more than whether or not you can have a steak today. This is, <laughs> if you have children, will they exist after you die? Because right. guess what? There's a good chance that we may all go together. You might get to hold your children <laughs> as we die. And, and honestly, it's, it's, oh my God, this is not what we're here to talk about. So I'm not going to stay on this, but <laughs> I, I will say this. It, 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 it is, it is infuriating because it feels like I'm trapped in a car and it, with a person who's drunk and I didn't, like, I didn't get in the car with him knowingly, like on purpose. Sure. It's like I, like I was like, I got knocked out. I was at a bar and someone walked up behind me and clubbed me in the head. And when I woke up, I was just tied down the backseat of a car with a dude who's super drunk. Driving down a windy ass road as fast as he can. And I'm like, Hey man, you should stop. You should definitely think about this. And he's like, nah, bro, it's all good. And he does like the, the fucking cowabunga sign. And then we just crash off the side. It's like, fuck, we're going to die. This is it. That's what this is. It feels like that. Every day I wake up, I feel that pressure of like, I am attached to a bunch of idiots and we're all going to die. And it's your fucking fault. And I know we're going to die. Yeah. And the thing that's irritating, and, and I'm going to get off this. I promise. I'm going to get off. I swear, I swear, I swear. The most irritating part about all of this is that uh, I have to sit there and know every single day that we're going to die. But most of the people who are making decisions to put us in this thing either know we're going to die and don't care or more likely have no idea and get to live their lives ignorantly blissful. And it drives me up the wall. I, sure. Why am I the one who has to like internalize all the fucking hatred? Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm all sweaty now. It's only 72 degrees and I'm very sweaty. This is not cool. You're getting worked up over, uh, you know. Our impending doom? Am I? Am I getting worked up? Hey, you know what, though? The funny thing is. Listen, can I give you. I I know we don't usually. Humanity's going to end before we all have rights. We don't like to do this on (laughs) Crown Town, but I just. I want. I just want to extend. Like, I want you to think about. Like, yes, okay, global warming. It's a thing and it's happening and it's very sad. But. But you might not die that way. You might die uh, when Mount Rainier erupts. So there's always oh, I might get lucky and a cop to. might get me tomorrow. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so many ways for me to die. There's, there's the if cops. If Mount Rainier, if, just Mount promise Rainier. me this, Jay. If if I'm not here, if, if Mount Rainier erupts and I'm out of town, I'm going to be really upset about it because <laughs> I want to. I want to do like a cool pose. Oh yeah. So when I get buried in the ash and then the archaeologists come back, like maybe like it's a one in a million that they'll find me specifically, but like, they'll find you, but I could do a cool pose and then they'll be like, why did, why is this person like sitting like this for like years and debate it? Um, you know, I don't want to just be laying on the ground like a fucking loser. Like (laughs) I feel like, uh, and this is, this is, I don't want to just be, holding my family like, in my arms like psh, that's, like right that's before right before i just want to grab like a cactus and take a giant bite out of it so that like they're like <laughs> why did people back then eat cactuses it clearly was painful for them but they did it we don't understand it it just just something that's so ridiculous they're like they're just thrown off by the concept like oh, this guy's eating a cactus why that's what, um, and he's six foot six <laughs> they must have been giants it's so giant weird. cactus eating men Here's the question. Was this a giant eating a cactus or was he giant because he ate cacti? That's the question. Um, that's not what we're here to talk about. Let's talk about something uh, that is entirely more uplifting. Um, we, <laughs> we have a tradition on this show uh, that we started last year because we started this show less than a year ago. Um, we yes. started this tradition where we, 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 uh, we lost our shit about the Supreme Court. So if you don't know, there was a time the Supreme Court, uh, was not full of conservative judges. Yeah. There was a was beautiful a... time. Come with me for a second, V, to an amazing time in America. Yeah. I was thinking more like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but a time when America, uh, was like, you know what? Human rights, let's try. 
Let's try for that. We're not going to do it, but let's try. Let's now at least we're in a look different wild, era. Like we're trying. And it's a time when uh, you could go to the Supreme Court and be like, hey, I feel unheard. And the Supreme Court was like, we hear you. We're not going to help you, but we hear you. And that was the difference maker for the world. We talked about this a lot last time and then like the beginning of the Supreme Court. So I'm not going to spend a bunch of time uh, like rehashing that. If you want to know about the Supreme Court's history and hear a bunch of stuff about the Supreme Court in general, uh, check out that episode. Um, I want to say it's like episode 10. It's... Do, I, easily have I just want to tell you something just uh, to, to, to get a sense of the state of the country right now. Uh, the U.S. was almost disinvited to the Olympics because well, because they were worried we were going to cancel Medicare for all. OK, you know, and, what? I don't I don't I don't want to hold the Olympics up as a standard for. No, I for know. But like morality, not for morality, but like, yeah, Germany was also disinvited from the Olympics. Like, so there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the news that I guess one of the things that uh, is maybe the most frustrating for me was the, sure. the sprinter that got disqualified for marijuana. Yes. And you've noticed there were also two black women as well disqualified for having higher than nor average natural testosterone. Black cis women. Yeah. I it's- think the, the the frustrating thing about that and the marijuana uh the marijuana story, I think, was more frustrating for me because I read like her an interview with with the sprinter. Yes, and one of the things that they said was uh, their mom had just passed away. Shikari Richardson, know. yeah, she's yeah, her mother had just passed away. Yeah, she is. Her mother just well, no, she's not. She she said some really fucked up shit uh, about gay people. So no, h- hold on, damn to that. it. Yes, yeah, she, she said some real fucked up shit about gay men in general, uh, specifically gay black men, and like they, she thinks like 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 a lot of black people. Uh, well, not a lot of black people. Like some she's black people. A queer she's on woman. that. I thought she. Had I know. A I know she is, but there, she's on uh, that like ha- men yeah. to be men. Uh, black mm-hmm. men, you, we're losing our black men to because when they're gay, and it's like, but you can be a man and. Okay, you know what? Anyway, um, that's yeah. not that's not that's not Some for us to litigate. Internalized right now. homophobia is strong. The thing that that hurt my feelings is that you know this is a person who lost their mother, has yeah. gone through a pandemic, is still striving to you know be the thing that they want to be, and you know was just trying to cope with the depression of losing her mother. And it's it's interesting to me because like uh, marijuana isn't illegal everywhere. Nope. So why is it that when we're looking for like purity in sport? This is where we're like drawing our line, but not at like Tokyo paying the IOC a bunch of money also, to have the Olympics. Also, from or, a, a, a perspective of a person who's uh, maybe uh, passed and or failed some drug tests, uh, I can tell you marijuana stays in your system a lot longer than uh, it affects heard, you. I've always heard that marijuana. Well, yes, that's a hundred percent true. But I've always heard that, like, if you smoke it, let's say if you smoke it regularly, it takes like three months for it to clear your system. But if you smoke like once, it takes like three days. Well, for her being a person without a lot of body fat, it shouldn't have stayed in her system that long. But she said it was about a week before she was tested. So there's still... She didn't have enough time for it to clear. There's not enough time. I know for me, uh, it, uh, it cleared my system in like... It was a week and some change, but mm. yeah, a week is not enough time for marijuana to clear. I mean, but it's just I'm not at a like, point where I, I would never have to take a drug test for anything. I'll just uh, say I, I've smoked a fair amount of marijuana in my life, and I, one thing that has never made me do is run faster. Um, except for I, okay, when so, you, except, well, no, except I, for when you get caught and you have let's, to let, run. No, let's let's. Let's and I will say this. Okay, so from the standpoint, everyone thinks of marijuana as only being, you know, uh, and I think the argument that we should make here is that we should allow marijuana to be used. So I'm not making the argument that it should be banned. Yeah. But marijuana, like for instance, I actually work out and smoke both pre and post workouts, and the reason why is because, well, a couple things. Uh, before the workout, like like I'm I'm older now, right? So when I work yeah. out, like I. Feel it way more. Uh, marijuana helps relieve some of the pains in my joints. It helps relieve a lot of inflammation in my joints. Yeah, and I I use it as an older person to be able to maintain uh, the weightlifting routine that I'm used to. If I'm an athlete, it is giving me an unfair edge because it is still doing those same things. But instead of it being like, ah, oh, it helps an old man from keep from like hurting too much, right. it is removing like you know, it's removing some pain. It's removing, and so you're able to if if you're trying to 
to get, you know, gains, you're able to get those more because you're not having as much pain or as soreness mm. as, you know, the other athletes who are not smoking. But I would say this, I think you should let everybody use CBD oils and yeah. marijuana because of those very benefits. Like if yeah. I'm an athlete and there's so many, like athletes will do things like drink alkalized uh, water. Uh, they'll go through all these, like all these specific things to try to like, you know, get an edge. But we draw the line at marijuana at CBD oil, at like science, like we'll go, we'll do all this other like stuff that sounds almost like maniacal when you think about it. like all the cupping. I don't know if you know what cupping is, I, but like if you, yes, like, so all the cupping and all this, like, there are people who do like certain bloodletting, there's barometric tanks, there's all these like, like ways to try to get an edge. But then we're like, well, the moment you smoke a joint or the moment that you use CBD oil to, for like any pain or joint pains, you're out. Why? Yeah. Like, why is this the line? It, it can't be for morality's sake. It's just we all think like, and, and of course, someone said this on Twitter, and then I'm going to stop beating this drum because we say we're going to talk about the Supreme Court. But I feel like uh, someone said this on Twitter and they made a solid point. Um, this all stems from a demonization of marijuana that started in the 1920s throughout the world, not just in America, but throughout the world as a way for primarily Eurocentric con- countries to demonize and legislate against black people in those countries. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's, I think that's also why it's frustrating because it's like all of you smoke it, but you want to hold this stupid standard still that is based in racism. I am, I'm going to be, I mean, I, I, I watched the Olympics while smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) I think most people do. If if It's the best way to enjoy it. I mean, have you seen the, the uh, shot put team? (laughs) (laughs) Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this what you're into. Um, I, I like your like shot putt. I'm, I'm thinking like sprint. I'm more a sprinter person, by the way. I, I the like shot, the shot putt people are thick. <laughs> sprint, sprinters. I like sprinters. I like lithe, rangy. That's what I'm into. <laughs> lithe and rangy. Uh, so let's talk about the Supreme Court. Um, they have. So the Supreme Court has has a docket. Uh, there's a couple of things that they've done that I guess are good. And there's one thing specifically that actually kind of ties into what we're talking about. Oh, uh, shit. Well, so v, segue. <laughs> yeah. V, uh, let me ask you this. I don't know if you're aware of this. Do you know, uh, like when you watch a college football team or a college basketball team on TV? What right? about it? So when you watch college, let's go college football. So college football stadium calls about 100,000 people. Yes. I don't know. Have you gone to a college football game before? Um uh no okay so if you're a non-student usually college football tickets are like i went to art college i know it's okay but if you're a non-student i actually you know i'm from a place where college football is very big i went to a lot of alabama games uh We'll use Bryant Denny Stadium as an example. Bryant Denny Stadium holds a hundred thousand people. If you're a non-student, they charge fifty dollars per ticket uh, for like bowl games. The tickets are more expensive. They can be two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. Where does that money go? Um, from so so you can make a lot of money off of a yeah. An event. It goes to the school because they sure ain't giving it to the kids who are doing the the, the athletics. It, it does go to the school. Uh, also, remember when you see it on TV, the televisions station who's showing it had to pay an entity to Ah. be able to show it in this case that entity is the ncaa which is the national college athletic association ncaa so the schools get all that money the ncaa kind of distributes it out and what they give the athletes currently they give the athletes and this is delicious they give the athletes uh an education oh yes so if you're an athlete, the thing that you get if you want uh, while a free earning, education in this country, you must compete in the blood sport. I think the sad part about that is that there's a lot of people that that is very true for uh, yeah. because there are people who can't afford to go into thirty five, forty five, a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, uh, and this is, has been the way that they are able to get somewhat of. Uh, I say somewhat of a legitimate college education. I say somewhat because for a lot of college athletes, uh, their education is still only as good as they make it because the college does not give a fuck about them. Here's what they ruled. They ruled that the NCAA violated antitrust laws in limiting the education-related benefits colleges and universities can offer student-athletes. This case involved a broader challenge by a current and former NCAA Division I student-athletes to rules on student-athlete pay imposed by the NCAA. So right now, the NCAA is like, look, because you are amateur athletes... And that's key. You are amateur athletes. You right. cannot accept, uh, you can't have an agent. 
You can't uh, accept any type of pay for your services for the future when you become a pro. And you can, we can't give you a salary. Like they give uh, you know student athletes like this. Why the uh, meal plans exist? I don't know if you've seen like a lot of colleges will have yeah, like I used meal to tickets and meal plans. Yeah, meal plans. Well, meal plans. Meal plans are helpful for the the dorms, but it's super helpful when you have like basically football players who have to eat that you have to feed. Right. And so you can give them a meal plan, and that is how you, they get money to be able to eat without actually having money. Right. The reason that the NCAA does this is because, and, and I'm, I'm, it's not a direct quote, but I am quoting them. They feel, uh, that paying athletes will denigrate the integrity of the am- of the game. And the Supreme Court, uh, ruled unanimously that, uh, they, they couldn't prove that, that they need to start thinking about how to, if not give direct salary to athletes, how to compensate them within uh, the realm of education benefits. So that could be something as simple as like, oh, okay, so we can pay for their books. Uh, we can give them, you know, a place to stay. There are things that, you know, you can write up to education benefits where essentially uh, players are now going to be paid. Sure. Um, I'm mixed on this in general. So like my mix on this is this. Uh, I'm mixed because like, I'm mixed because like it's still not salary, right? Right. Like, so schools can, can now, like, there's, there are players that have gotten, like, literally have, have, have gotten kicked out of school, uh, have, you know, been stripped of titles, you know, because someone got like $400 for food. And that kind of, this kind of eliminates that. But at the same time, it still isn't the NCAA being told, look, you can't have free labor. Right. And you can't be like, well, it's an amateur sport. And, if it's an amateur sport and they're not amateurs, then the integrity of the game, it doesn't make sense. And that they have to basically pay their employees like every other business. They, they really should. Well, if they're making that much money off of them, and especially since a lot of these kids are getting like injuries that they're going to have, like most of these kids aren't going to go professional and end up making a ton of money. It's very, it's like very rare. Small percentage. For yeah. that to happen. And so they're like, how many men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, do you know who have horrible back problems or shattered discs from playing football as a teenager? Yeah. Oh, even more, uh, you know, it's already kind of been proven, especially with football, that all of the activity in football that is completely normal football activity, you know, tackling, bringing people to the ground, increases your likelihood of CTE. And while, you know, not going pro does actually kind of like limit the amount of damage, you are still putting your body on the line at a point when you're still fairly formative. Right. Like y- your body and your mind especially are still forming uh, at around 18, 19 years of age, uh, which is why for whatever reason, we won't let them drink. <laughs> um and like we won't let them drink, but they can go get shot and they can also participate in what is kind of a barbarous sport. But mm. yeah, this is what the, but the Supreme Court did that one good thing. Sort of. Kind of. They did one other thing, too. Uh, what else did they do? Well, V, they ruled against Texas and other Republican led states who are seeking to strike down Affordable Care Act. Oh, yeah. So it's crazy. So we do get so to be a little Texas. Fixed. And also, uh, it was several other Republican-led states that were trying to strike down Obamacare. Um, the Supreme Court ruled 7-2 on Thursday against them. Uh, there was an appeals court ruling that had struck down the laws of individual mandate provision. And essentially what happened is that they reversed that and just said that the other states that challenged the law failed to show that they were being harmed by it. Ah. Okay. We are going to go to break. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk about the bad cases that the Supreme Court had. Welcome to Frown Town again. Hi, we're back. Yeah, we went to break and now we're back. And V's back. Yay! I am back. Yes. Uh, v was like, I've heard enough good news for today and just left. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Too The much. Supreme Court did some good stuff. I'm out. Let's go party. <laughs> You know, actually, uh, true story, when we first said we were going to talk about the Supreme Court, I was like, it wasn't all bad, but it was mostly bad. It was mostly Um, bad. Let's get into the mostly bad parts of it. So, I mean, so the Supreme Court, again, like I said, the thing that has been most interesting to me about this, just as a quick recap of, uh, I guess, the point I'm trying to make, is uh, the conservative Supreme Court is not reacting like we would think uh, a fully conservative body would. And I think, and I said this to you pre-show, V, I think some of this is because uh, 
Roberts, who is the chief justice, truly does believe that the Supreme Court has to move in a way that doesn't lose people's trust in it. And I think because of that, we see things like uh, you mentioned, uh, again, this was pre pre-show, you mentioned uh, the court case from Washington State that got thrown out, essentially saying that, you know, if you are a florist, you can't refuse uh, to give flowers to someone who's gay. Mm-hmm. Or at least to sell flowers to someone who's gay uh, based on, like, your feelings towards them being gay. So you're like, oh, okay, this is good, right? You're like, oh, dope. They they upheld yeah. this decision. They didn't try to take it on. Awesome. Uh, but then Thursday, they did this thing where there was a court case in Philadelphia. Um, whether or not a Roman Catholic adoption agency would pr- would be able to work with same-sex foster parents. Okay. And they were like, obviously, yes. Well, uh, they said that, um, and this is, this is where the state got involved. So the case is this, and I'm just going to break it down really quickly. I might be glossing over some stuff, but let's, let's just, here we go. Uh, so let's say there's a same-sex couple. They want to adopt. They went to this, uh, Roman Catholic adoption agency and it said that, uh, well, we can't give you a baby because we don't believe uh, in same-sex foster parents or in same-sex marriages. And then the state was like, okay, well, then you are, are a state-contracted adoption agency. We're going to pull your adoption contract with the state where we're giving you money and you know helping with upkeep of these, these children because you aren't uh, putting children into the foster system with you know eligible parents makes sense the supreme court basically said philadelphia couldn't do that Mm. um and this is what uh chief justice john roberts said he wrote an opinion for the majority he said that the philadelphia violated the first amendment the free exercise clause of the first amendment applicable to the states of the 14th amendment provides that congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion as an initial matter it is plain that the city's actions have burdened css's and that's child i think it's child something services uh religious exercise oh sorry catholic yeah, whatever. Uh, religious exercise by putting it to the choice of curtailing its mission or approving relationships inconsistent with its beliefs. Um, so this is just to make a long story short. Essentially, the Supreme Court believes that religion, religious rights mean more than individual human rights. That's really what they're saying here. Like, uh, you can't be penalized for taking religious stances that discriminate against someone else. And the thing that I think that's most annoying to me about this is that it's so like we pay Philadelphia, well, if we don't, but citizens of Philadelphia are, are of states, pay states to run foster services for them to take care of wards of the state. That's what our tax dollars go to. And if you're, ta- if you are a person who is in a same sex relationship, you pay those same taxes to be discriminated against. Mm-hmm. So you are paying this foster service. Uh, you know, indirectly by paying the state and they can deny service to you because of their religion. When quite frankly, if we're being honest, this fucking foster service doesn't have to exist. Right. You don't have to exist. Like there's not a reason why Catholics are trying to like line up foster (laughs) services through the fucking state. Like, why are you trying to get like, you're just getting state funding. You're not paying any taxes whatsoever. So it's not like you're struggling for fucking money. Like, all of this is stupid and annoying. And I was looking, trying to find the dissent opinion. Uh, It's not a good... I'm trying to find it. Uh, Who wrote the dissent? I think it's Alito. So, uh, Alito wrote, This decision might as well be written on the dissolving paper sold in magic shops. The city has been adamant about pressuring CSS to give in. If the city wants to ter- get around today's decision, it can simply eliminate the never used exemption power. Mm. So he's saying like, like he dissented because he thought that the reasoning for it meant that the action was temporary. He said the court uh, abruptly pushed aside nearly 40 years of president and held that the first amendment's free exercise clause tolerates any rule that categorically prohibits or commands specific specified conduct. So long as it does not target religious practice, (coughs) even if a rule serves no important purpose and has a devastating effect on religious freedom, the constitution, according to Smith provides no protection. This severe holding is ripe for Mm reexamination. 
And so he disagreed with it. And we kind of talked about this before. Uh, he disagrees with it. Alito is, is, uh, relatively conservative. He disagrees with it because he just feels that the, you know, as a conservative, he wants something a little bit more, um, meaty. Yeah. Uh, I think. The thing, like I said, the thing that's 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 most interesting about this is that the Supreme Court is setting up a scenario where uh, someone is not getting the services they pay for, and I think that it is legitimately bullshit. Uh, like you can always argue, like, well, they can go to another foster service, but again, if I'm the one who's paying you, you shouldn't be able to deny me service, and and it feels so much like segregation to me. In so many in so many ways, where it's just like, okay, well, you're gonna pay in so that our services run, but we're not gonna service you because we don't agree with sure. you. And I hate that. Uh, that's a thing now. Um, I don't know the long term effects of this, other than it's another way that if you are a, a same sex couple. Um, you can be reminded of the fact that you're being discriminated against every day, though. I feel like that's a bit facetious because I, I feel like if, you know, at this point, you know that, you know, right, right. Uh, any thoughts on, on this before we go to the, the next one? It's sorry. I'm, uh, I keep, I keep focusing on what I keep thinking. I see a bug. <laughs> But it's just a little, it's just a little, like, coffee, like, bean chip from some uh, espresso beans I was eating earlier. And maybe the espresso beans are making me think I see a bug. But, um... Oh, okay. I kind of zoned out on the last part. <laughs> uh, so, long story short, it is essentially saying that the only rights that are completely withheld, no matter what, are religious yes. rights. And I think the... My whole takeaway from this is that it is, it's infuriating, I think, uh, for someone who is a same sex couple to pay taxes into services mm-hmm. that should be able to help them and to be told that, no, you can't work with these specific agencies because they disagree yeah, with they're who getting you are. our money, uh, but not. And on the flip side of that, if, if let's say that, you know, there was an agency who disagreed with someone being Catholic, right. that would be completely and totally forced yeah, upon Yeah, like, them. you couldn't, like, if you were, like, let's say, um, like, a Satanist, um, you know, mutual aid kind of harm reduction place and somebody came in with a cross on their neck, you couldn't be like, no, you can't have supplies. Right. You'd treat everybody. Um, <laughs> it should be the same way for yeah. any organization if they're taking public money. If you want to be private about it, then use your own money. Go sell uh, some again, fancy statues or some paintings at the Vatican. Get yourself some actual money. That you don't get taxed on. Get yourself. That you don't yeah. get taxed on. That's the part that I think is most important. You do not get taxed on mm-hmm. that. Uh, so there's another Supreme Court ruling that happened. Um, this one is, it, 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 at first I was like, haha, this one's yeah. great. Uh, but then I read more and I was like, nope, this is bad. Uh, so there's a consortium of energy companies. Oh, it already uh, sounds the, bad. The one that gets, right? The one that is, uh, I guess, listed here at, uh, out of the consortium that I have available is called Enbridge. Uh, so they were seeking to seize land that was owned by New Jersey to build a federally approved natural gas pipeline despite the state's objections. Mm. Right. So the Supreme Court ruled five to four that uh, they would be able um, basically to continue proceed with the pipeline uh, that New Jersey did not have the rights to, uh, you know, did, basically did not have the rights to, to hold the pipeline up. Of course, like, as you may have guessed, um, this is just New Jersey trying to act on behalf of groups within the state that have representation and, and don't want uh, a pipeline to be built. Um, this has happened in, I think it was a Keystone XL pipeline that just got shut down after like 15 years and almost billions of dollars getting spent on it. They were just like, we can't do it anymore. Um, essentially this is all based on a law from 1938 what? called the natural gas act. <laughs> yes. Yeah, U.S. law from 1938 called the natural gas, gas act. It says he who smelt it dealt it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, 
it's uh it lets if you're a private energy company you can seize what you term necessary parcels of land for a project if they've gotten a certificate from the federal energy regulatory commission uh and it, it applies to state-owned land and so essentially a land can be seized by private companies that say that it's necessary because they're filling out oh, a certificate like, for uh, the federal eminent domain well, no, because the weird part here is eminent domain is when land is owned privately. So it's like that, but flipped. Okay. Imminent, eminent domain is when land is owned privately. And then the state is like, we're we taking the land and you we're can't do anything about it. Here. And they can, pay, they'll pay you for yeah. it. And they'll, you know, and, and that, and that's eminent domain. Uh, this law essentially is giving private companies that power when the government holds the oh. land. So if the state holds the land, the state is like, look, we don't want this pipeline. Uh, we have native, we have native people who don't want this pipeline. We have climate change activists who don't want this pipeline. <clears throat> we have people who live in the area who don't want this pipeline. We don't want this pipeline. And the land is held by the state. So the state could very well be like, nope, it's our land. You can't do it. You got to find some other way. It's not coming through fucking right. Jersey. And <laughs> essentially the, uh, Supreme Court said that, uh, states can't do this. Oh, okay. So the states can't block the federal. They can't block the federal. Or the but company. I think the thing that's weird about this, but again, this weird thing that's weird about this, remember, we're, we were talking about how this is a conservative court, yes. right? Conservatives. And this is actually one of those things that you would think uh, would bend the other way. You think that they would give states more rights. But the thing that's interesting about this is even though they're a conservative court, they tend to lean more. And I, I think there's another one that, that happened that we'll, we'll talk about as well. They tend to lean more towards giving corporations power. Mm-hmm. So this is an opportunity for a corporation or a private company to have power that, uh, you know, theoretically they shouldn't have. I mean, the thing that I guess it's, it's, I hate that this exists, that the federal government can, can do this and, and give a private company this type of power. Uh, but the request was approved in 2018. Guess what was happening in 2018? Uh, everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. <Yeah>. Uh, <clears throat> so the split was uh, Roberts, Alito, Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Breyer and Sotomayor all joined the majority for this. Right. And then um, I can't remember... Uh, who the other two are, but they didn't join. It. I don't. I kind of don't care enough. Let's talk about this last one because we have to cover it. Uh, just because it needs to be covered. Um, Arizona's voting right back. Yeah. So the dispute is is over uh the fact that Arizona rules to ban out of precinct voting. Okay, so like if you're not and, in that precinct, like you have to be there in person or right. Well, so if you, so they, they did a couple things so that they tightened it up so that if you wanted to, uh, you know, get a absentee ballot, you have to do it a very long period in advance. We actually talk about that in one of our shows. Uh, sure. <laughs> I know that we say that a lot, but we, we, we talk, talk about, about that. Lots of the things. voting acts. Yeah. We talked about voting rights in general. So there's, it made it harder for people to get, uh, ballots like absentee ballots. And then if let's say that you are, uh, out of precinct. So here's why out of precinct voting, this is where I think it catches up to you. Um, I feel something that happens pretty frequently is that most black people don't work in their neighborhoods. Mm. You have to travel. Like if you're in the service industry, yeah, if you're in the service industry, a janitor, or in any minimum wage job, chances are you have to go to another side of town to go work that job. So on the day that you go to vote, it's not a federal holiday, so you don't get off. Your employer doesn't let you go, or if they do, they give you an hour to go, and it takes much longer to do that. Due to some of the changes that have been made, the lines are going to be longer. And so you basically uh, have to run the risk of losing your job. If you have children that have to be taken to daycare or that have to be taken to school, you have to figure out a way to get them right. there. If you are a single parent mom or a single parent family and you're trying to deal with all this and vote, typically what will happen is is you just end up not voting. Right. Because you have it's to, impossible do to do your daily thing. Right. And you don't give us any help. So like the thing that people miss is that it's not a holiday. You don't get off from work. A lot of people who work the types of jobs uh, that like, you know, many poor people work and it's not just black or brown people. Poor white people get hit by this, too. It's just there are way more poor white people in rural areas and they made concessions Mm -hmm. for them. But for people who are in urban areas, 
who are poor, it becomes impossible for you to be able to vote. And then even if you like you work in another neighborhood, you go to the neighborhood and you're like, all right, I'm going to vote. Just walk away from my job and vote. Well, you don't live in this neighborhood. And so when you go to go vote at that precinct, you're out of precinct and that's banned now. So you have to vote in person in your precinct, which means that you have to vote in your home neighborhood or community. Uh, that's so much less easy than what we do in Washington. What if the lines <laughs> in your home I, it is, but what if the lines in your neighborhood or community precinct are so long that you are unable to be able to vote? You can't go anywhere mm-hmm. else. So you have to stay in those lines. And then a lot of the things that people were doing to help people stay in those lines, like uh, giving bottled water to people and distributing them, in many cases without charging them, just kind of panning it out so that you don't have to leave the line to get water or use right. the restroom. Those things were all banned, as we talked about previously. And they also banned another thing called third-party ballot collection. It was something that was really big uh, amongst uh, communal uh, families and communal, uh, uh, I was going to say communal communities, but <laughs> stupid, among communal cultures. Sure. So like if culturally, if you're a communal culture, let's say like uh, there's there's a multi-generational family living yeah. in my home. So there's uh, a grandmother, a grandfather, father, mother, and children who are in college and in various ages all living in the same home. So let's say that the 18 year old who uh, is in college, who doesn't have a job or, you know, has the time, just gets everyone's ballots in the house. So we all have, uh, you know, Dropbox ballots. We get everyone's ballots in the house and then we drive it uh, to the, uh, the, the, the Dropbox. And then as I'm going, I'm like, I walk over, I knock on my next door neighbor. I'm like, hey, I'm headed to the Dropbox. Oh, can you grab mine? And so you just grab everybody in your neighborhood and you take it and you drop it off. We all vote it. Yes. Uh, Arizona made that illegal. Oh. Yeah. And you can see the usefulness of that, yes. right? Now everyone gets a chance to vote and one person has to use their time to get the vote there as opposed to everyone. They made that illegal. Uh. So this was, you know, there was a lawsuit um, and they wanted to try to strike this down. It got to the Supreme Court. Uh, the Supreme Court said that you, they can do this. Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. They said that. Yeah. And just for fun, while we're talking about voting rights, there's another thing that happened uh, on Thursday. The Supreme Court decided that nonprofit groups don't have to disclose certain donors to the state attorney's general office. Mm. And the thing that's good about interesting about this or not good, terrible about this is that typically uh, you can use a Freedom of Information Act uh, request to pull records that would include like certain donors. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how much time we have left anymore because like every time I crash, like I get my timer wiped. So I'm going to pull it here. I will say this. We talked about a couple of different things that happened. The Supreme Court term closes this week. So it's kind of closed. There are two yeah. things that are up on the docket next that they're supposed to hear. It is first a major case over the right to carry guns outside the home it is a major Second Amendment dispute that can settle whether or not the Constitution protects a right to carry guns in public, like open carry. Sure. Yep. And then there's another case uh, that is a Mississippi abortion case that is challenging Roe versus Wade. And they could either effectively roll back abortion laws or limits uh, on abortion laws. It's terrifying. Point, we yeah. could all be in Texas. Every, everybody's like, oh, don't go to Texas. Well, we could all be Texas. We could all be Texas. Uh, I think the thing that's 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 most frustrating about that specific... I shouldn't have closed those. I think that's most frustrating about that specific... Um, court case is that it's uh it shouldn't it, it should be like the case that got thrown out it, it should have been tossed uh and the reason i say that is because quite frankly we've already established you know abortion rights we, sure. we shouldn't be doing it again and, and there's no reason for us to do it again other than the fact that men aren't the ones to have to deal with the effects of not being able to get abortion i feel like that's the only reason we're doing this again um so the supreme court is uh fucking terrifying um, it is slowly taking away all of our rights, not quickly. I mean, on the plus side, at least it's not fast. Hey, it's a slow trickle. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I mean, told Jay this morning. I was like, oh, I already have a stomach ache, and I'm like, I'm gonna make you yeah, feel worse. Yeah, it's. I am not here to make you feel better. I'm so sorry. Uh, I <laughs> want to. Don't get me wrong. I if, just want to if... tell everybody. I just want to say you can buy for now. You can buy Plan B on Amazon. Yep, as much so, as possible. Go just it's ten dollars. Um, you can buy like a value pack. I would I would uh I would buy plan B. Um I mean it's not like 
like name brand plan B, but it's like, it's called like my way, which I think is funny. Cause I always think of the Usher song. I was thinking about Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. Either one, either of my way song works. Uh, it's funny that you thought of Usher and I thought of Frank Sinatra. Fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that song I think came out when I was in middle school. So it was very formative. The Frank Sinatra song for me as well. No, <laughs> um, no I, would, I would be 80. Uh, I will say this. I think, um, Pay attention to these court cases as they happen, but more to yeah. the point, I think this is where uh, it is even more important to make sure that you have legislators who uh, represent your values. So if you are in uh, a blue state, uh, great, continue to vote blue, continue to vote for blue people who actually represent your values because not all of them do. And then secondly, if you're in a, a place that's red or purple, uh, if you can do anything to help uh, get someone elected who is more representative of America's values um, than you currently have. Because if I'm being frank and honest, and, and I am always being that, um, Republicans are not representative of Americans' values. Conservatives are not representative of American values. And quite Absolutely frankly, uh, the plurality of Americans don't want to get rid of, uh, don't want to get rid of abortion rights. Or gay rights, and, and I would even say the pl- a plurality of America does not feel comfortable with open carry. Like we literally are in the middle of a pandemic. Still, not saying we got out of it, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we still have to be more afraid of getting shot in public than getting sneezed on. And it doesn't make <laughs> sense. Like that doesn't make sense. Like we shouldn't be terrified in public anytime we go out. Like you should be able to go to the store and not hear a loud noise and think, oh shit, is this it? Right. But the world we live in is one where we are so obsessed with this right to carry guns that we're not worried about our right not to get shot. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. It's like, I have a right not to get shot, but that right gets violated every single day. Like we violate the rights of not of people not getting shot, of being able to live every day, but we're so fixated on making sure you have a fucking right to a gun and not the right to be shot by one. Like, why are we so fixated on the rights to own a gun and not be killed by one? Because they go bang, bang, make big boom. You can have all the fun in the world. No one's saying don't have fun shooting guns. I'm just saying stop having fun shooting people. <laughs> Just stop shooting people. Shoot guns, not people should be my campaign slogan. <laughs> um, long story short, that's that's primarily how I feel. I think we're at about time to break. And if not, I can't tell. So let's just break. I'm out of stuff to talk about, truly. And I'm I will just out. say one thing that it's you can decide you want to shoot guns and not people. But uh, I've seen that happen before. And they all it was a group of people having fun with their guns and almost shot a hole through our canoe. So... Yeah. Also, people will do the thing where they shoot guns up in the air like idiots because bullets come back down. It's gravity. They don't go out into space. They go up a certain range and then they (laughs) fall back down to Earth. Uh, V, if if people wanted to uh, reach out to you to try to comfort you over the nonsense that is the Supreme Court, um, Uh, (laughs) where can they reach you? You can find me uh, at the... And by comfort, I mean uh, supportive words, not dick pics. Uh, yeah, no, not dick pics. Um, you know, ask first. I might be interested in some dick pics. Oh, okay. Oh, you're not recording. Uh Uh-oh. I'm all by myself. Don't tell Jay. I'm going to say terrible things. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Okay. Now I'm recording. Let's go. Uh. So how can people find you? Oh, uh, yeah, you can find me in ask consent to send a dick pic, maybe, uh, at... Uh, v chatty that's v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e on instagram and twitter um you know also down for uh you know a picture of your pet those you don't need consent to send uh at all even if your pet is a spider even if your pet is a spider i want to see it uh, Jay, I thought you just gave consent. So where can okay. people send you pictures of spiders? <laughs> um, I want all your spider pics sent to adjective underscore Jay on both Twitter and Instagram. Tag me if you have spider pics. Uh, I do want pet pics. I do love pet pics. Uh, if you're and also if you're in the Seattle area, things are a little hot. Please take care of your pets. Uh, most dogs apparently can't handle 80 degree heat. I found out. Uh, so, yeah, that was a trying time. Yeah, a lot, rough time for a lot of puppies. 
rough time for a lot of puppies, not just mine. Uh, so yeah, take care of your dogs, take care of your puppies and your people. Um, and you, if you want to contact the show, which uh, has happened, you can text. No, you can't text us. You can uh, catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Frowntown Pod. Uh, you can slide into the DMs of the show if you want to at both of those places. Please like us on Apple Podcasts. I actually haven't checked in a while to see if we got a like. I'm doing it as we talk <laughs> because I'm going to do so much cutting on this episode. I might as well just go ahead and go full yeah, out. Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God. It's going to be so much editing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 going to be wild. Uh, we don't have any new ratings, but uh, if you want to leave us a new rating, please leave us a five-star rating. We, we still love it. are at 5.0. We do love it. Um, that's everything. I I just want to to get out of the zone where I'll be disappointed when, if my computer or your computer crashes. That's where I want to be. Please, right please now. don't, <laughs> please don't shoot fireworks after a heat wave. I know it's probably past the fourth when this comes oh, out. Oh shit! But, I forgot about that. Uh, if it, if you've made it this long without shooting fireworks, please don't do it. I love them, but please. Uh, if yeah, if we're in a burning apocalyptic wasteland and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the time you hear this you shouldn't have shot those fireworks <laughs> <off the> <laughs> you shouldn't have done it and here's the thing you're shooting off fireworks to celebrate the birth of this country is that what we're <laughs> about are we celebrating somebody that? invited really? me to shoot fireworks on the 4th of July and I was like I really I can't like m- like maybe like on the 5th <laughs> it's not gonna rain from here to now and I just can't like uh, I can't consciously make that decision and be okay with it yeah, you, you, you can't be an arsonist that's a that's a completely normal thing to not want to be <laughs> I, and I love fireworks and fire i love it but i don't want to be on fire destructive yeah i don't want to destroy uh acres upon acres of wildlife and, and do it accidentally just, while drunk that's and let's just be honest like most people can't afford the types of fireworks that are going to be worth that like like if you have like if you have a setup that requires you to go like run a program on a computer for me to watch it <laughs> where, like, we, and we can't or we're like it's like we can't be within 500 yards of the cannons that shoot off the fireworks <laughs> then you have a setup that's worth burning down a couple of forests but chances are you have you have two pringles like cannons <laughs> light on fire and then run away. That's right. You heard it here first. Your fireworks suck. Uh, <laughs> um, your fireworks suck because they're not Afcon. Mm-hmm.